welcome back to A Griffin's Tales. I'm Jess Mahler, and we're here today with part three of First Came Trust. Before we get into it, I do want to take a minute to thank you all for your support and interest in this podcast. I started it as an experiment to see if it was a way to get out audio versions of my stuff, but I never expected this much support. So thank you, and I hope you keep enjoying. Here you go, part three. While Lila slept, pledged himself to noble Bethania, and slept again, Her siblings rested in the shade of another pavilion. More of a tarp than a pavilion, in truth. Just an internal wall from Bethania's pavilion, held up by four stout poles with blankets piled underneath. Unlike Lila, Dalma and Shirzad had not been fighting an internal battle for those long hours, and had mental, if not physical, reserves left to them. They had never fallen unconscious, and so didn't need to be carried off the beach. At first they accepted their separation from Lila. They had seen Lila carried from the beach, and if the Balulian strangers were giving Lila the extra care A needed, they could only be grateful. For a time. While Lila battled the beast within him, their siblings had time, far too much time, to think. Long before the Balulians arrived, they had separately concluded that Lila must know what they didn't, why the guard had seized them and left them to die. There were many parts to that question, of course. The one that most concerned Shirzad was why the guard had left them to die. That isn't to say Shirzad wasn't bothered by the whole seize them without reason or execute them parts. Those flew in the face of everything about how their land was supposed to work. It was, in theory, a land committed to the rule of law. Harsh law, but harsh as much to its upholders as its subjects. Still, while a violation of everything A believed in, Sherzad knew a bit of history. Not much, but a bit, and so knew that there had been times and places where such things did happen. It had taken hours, lying in the hot sun, for him to work past the shock, horror, and disbelief to acceptance. But eventually, A had. What Sherzad couldn't work past was the foolishness, the incompetence. Why not just kill them? Why not at least leave a guard? The Belulians, of course, brought with them other questions. Why had they rescued the siblings? Why did they ask no questions? Why had the noble been so focused on Lila? Dalma was less inclined to quiet than Shirzad. A bare handful of minutes after they had been guided to the pavilion, A began demanding answers. Those demands were generally ignored, of course. No one knew if the siblings knew about Lila's other nature. Given local prejudices, no one wanted to tell them if they didn't. If Lila hadn't trusted their siblings, it wasn't for the Balulians to reveal their secret. It was a tense time for the siblings and the Balulians who tended them. Most of the tension fell on the lieutenant tasked with guarding the siblings. It was the lieutenant who had to block their attempts to seek out Lila, redirect or rebuff their questions, and keep alert for any warning from their men watching the road. 
Thus it was a great relief to the lieutenant when he could tell the siblings that Lila was awake and able to speak with them. It was less of a relief to tell them the rest of noble Bethania's message. "'Your sibling will be coming with us,' he said. "'You will need to decide for yourselves if you'll come as well or stay. We will be heading out within the hour.' To say the siblings were displeased is a great understatement. But even Dalma put off arguing or asking questions in their eagerness to see Lila. Lila was relieved to see her siblings enter the pavilion, but also scared. He wasn't ready to tell her siblings about the beast within him, that he wasn't human any longer. Overjoyed at her siblings' safety, Lila had pushed himself up from the cot without thought. Dalma, Sherzad, he greeted, reaching out to pull her siblings into a hug. It hurt, the pressure on the sunburn across their chest and arms, but it was worth it. Dalma and Cherzad thought so, too, crowding closer. I'm so glad you are safe. And Lila meant it in more ways than the siblings realized. In spite of their fears, the beast remained quiet within him. Food and rest had restored their energy, and they had expected the beast to begin fighting to escape again. Instead, it lay within him, radiating a mix of anger and resignation. Lila got the sense that the beast knew the collar trapped it. How, A couldn't begin to guess, but at that moment did not care. Noble Lady Bethania had been telling the truth of that, and the relief had brought tears to Lila's eyes. Same, brother, Sherzad said, oblivious to Lila's thoughts. A squeezed Lila tighter. I think we all feared. Lila, what happened? Why did the guard... The three released each other as they spoke, and Dalma cut Sherzad off with a sudden growl. What is that? A demanded, pointing at the collar. Belatedly, Lila pulled up a sheet from the cot, trying to cover it. It's nothing, just... Sherzad pulled the sheet from Lila's hands and put it aside. This... This is not nothing, Lila. Dalma turned on the soldier who still accompanied them. Is this why you have kept us away from Lila? Because you have no... Lila reached out and took their hands. It's not what you think, Dalma. Share. It better not be, Dalma growled again. Exhausted still, filled with fear of what I had become, what I must admit, Lila had no patience for Dalma's own fears and anger. And if it was, Lila snapped out, my life is not, has never been yours to decide, sister. And if slavery was the price of your lives, I would pay it, and gladly. Any reply from Dalma or Shirzad was cut off by the lieutenant's sharp whistle. The nobility said I was to keep you safe. While I'm sure they meant local authorities, overexerting yourselves right now would also be dangerous. They stepped forward, pushing back Dalma and Sherzad with their presence. A stopped in front of Lila, examining the collar, then ducked their head in a brief bow that further confused the siblings. If I am correct, Cub, while your life may not ever have been your siblings to decide, it is now no longer yours to decide either. Lila swallowed and made himself meet the soldier's eyes. A... She said that her people would understand. 
The End, Part 3 of First Came Trust. Take care, all. We'll see you next time.